Hola, hombre. ¿Cómo estás? Hola, papi. How you, how you doing, papi? Good to see you, papi. Ah, uh, well, Eric, this poppy is home. It's good to see you, too. <laughs> Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Wow, Ty. Are you okay? What's uh, what's going on? Are you... What what did the uh, Mexican cartel do to you? I knew that you would be you be were you and the breadheads both the the WhatsApp mob of breadheads have been banging our line all week asking where the Epi's at and whether Ty got um, obliterated by the avocado cartels. But no, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm back on the grid. I had to call this emergency meeting of the minds little Thursday mm-hmm. Epi just to make sure Thursday that Epi everybody. Yeah, make sure everyone knew that uh, T-Bone has been, the, the special package has been delivered safely. I uh, Amazon yes. Prime myself back to Los Angeles. I'm good. Mm-hmm. El, El Paquet has been delivered, Ty. It's all good. You used to spend a lot of time in Duolingo. Dude, Duolingo is my <laughs> second favorite uh, app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After the after Anchor, uh, I was gonna say free, shout out to Anchor. App. <laughs> yeah, um, unlike Duolingo, Anchor is completely free, guys. Okay, and uh, you can start your own podcast on there, just like mm-hmm. this, just like this yeah. little broadcast. I think everybody he- on earth should he-e-os. have us. <laughs> two heos. Yeah, uh, we. I think everybody on earth should have a secret bad podcast that they just maintain <laughs> it's i this podcast has been uh like so beneficial for my mental health i i've been spiraling this last week but you've left me on red mm-hmm. i've just been like pacing around my house like not knowing like what to do with my time really like i have, this, mm-hmm. I have all these like really messed up thoughts that i just like don't know where to like you know excrete them <laughs> was, I, I hope you were able to excrete something into the right place but i know i left you on red i was a bit of a ghost i saw your snapchat come through and i i i really didn't i didn't do i didn't do the episode with you i'm sorry i will i will tell you though like when i saw that snapchat where you up at um, i hit pi with the wyd and he yeah. didn't hit me with the you only hey. hit the H-E-Y, not the, hey, <laughs> what a bunch of what? Mm, with a bunch of O's, but no. Um, funny enough, Eric, when that uh, pop, that no- little notey popped up on my iPhone 13 Pro, I was beachside being served <laughs> many, yeah, many, 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 like, strawberry daiquiris by a, a wonderful Mexican server named Eric. <laughs> so i actually spent all day with eric i don't know what you're talking about wow you could have just got his number and invited him onto the pod why why haven't you done that that would have been pretty funny it's ty and eric here hola <laughs> hola, hola señor. señoritas um, um he, he, he but, uh, with the, no no mezcal no mezcal <laughs> uh but no no mezcal no cap eric he was the best server i had throughout mexico this guy named eric he was he was mm. so uh accommodating so aware of like what my needs were which was usually a strawberry daiquiri um, <laughs> and no matter where i went along the beach whether it was in the water pool side lounger side he would find me and he'd make sure i had a, a nice cold bevy in, in, in my five little fingers 
It makes me so happy to hear about Ty. Even on vacation, you always had a little Eric on your arm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, so funny. When I was in when I was in Mexico, I had this server who just had the most like gorgeous green eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like sitting on the beach, and I'm just like it was like one of those moments where you're like sitting like on some seat, like on the sand, and kind of far from the bar, and like you gotta wait for like the guy to like come over. And yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was kind of in a bad mood that day. I'm not gonna lie, but. I don't know this guy's name. Let's just say Pedro. Pedro walked up to our little spot and just pulled down his eye uh, sunglasses and he's like <laughs> dazzling green eyes. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Like, damn. I'm, I'm about to save you. Like, come back with me to Canada. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, about to save, I'm about to change your life. I'm about to recruit you. Wow. Pedro's daggers got you uh, feeling all sorts of ways. Mm-hmm, exactly. They're going to be voting for Pedro if I, if I can help it. Yeah. So, uh, did you tell? Did you compliment this uh, green-eyed beauty? I complimented him with a nice, crisp twenty-dollar bill. <laughs> uh, as you should. Yeah. A little bit of nice... green for the green uh, green pubes. Yeah. Exactly. Good service. Good. Good legal tender, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been heavily tipping Eric my last couple of days in Mexico. Uh, in the Mayan Riviera, I was I was throwing some green around, make sure all my all my favorite staff members got their just desserts. Got a, mm-hmm. got a little bit uh, of Thai. Yeah, Thai's got a green thumb, and we're not talking about plants. Mm-mm. You know how it is. You get all these like American USD ones, fives, tens, twenties. Doesn't matter, and they're basically worthless in Canada. No one care. No one wants those. So you gotta. <laughs> You gotta draw, leave them where the where the people will like them. Mm-hmm, exactly. Operating I tried, I tried to give cash, them... this cash mm-hmm. business that is our podcast. Ty, we end up mm-hmm. with all these random currencies that we mm-hmm. have no choice but to go spend in you know other countries. Mm-hmm. And not even the uh, poorest of Mexicans want any of my Bitcoin. So uh, that's <laughs> unfortunately I'm still a bank holder there. Um, so Ty, you left me on red. You saw my little face pop up, my little bit emoji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it pops up on your screen and you said, nah, you didn't even reply. You just closed it and you said, I'm going to go back to this Eric. Like I've moved on to better Eric's and I'm just going to like <laughs> take this Eric by the arm and just have him sit on my lap for the rest of the day and serve yeah, me buddy. strawberry daiquiris. Can you, can you I, explain the thinking there? <laughs> no, it was literally that. I took my Eric Ma- to the to the dealership and walked out with the 2022 model. Was, wow, the trade-in. <laughs> yeah, it was way better. He didn't tease me. He, he, he was the same height as me. He was really everything I needed. <laughs> but Ty, do you want somebody who's going to um, just do everything you say or, you know, beg for your cash? Or you're going to want, you know, an Eric that's has his own cash and doesn't doesn't need your money, but he's here as a friend, a real friend. What's gonna call you on your shit? <laughs> he used to call me on my shit. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on the context, Eric, because I want an Eric that does everything I say. If that Eric is behind the counter at Subway, but I want an Eric that doesn't take no shit on the same counter as me, as as my other half helping me build the sandwich. Depends which side of the counter, Eric. I guess is what it comes Holy down to. Shit. Holy You're shit. So right. And you don't want, like, you know, somebody on the other side of the counter with two nice eyes. Because then you're just going to be looking at his eyes the whole time and not mm-hmm. the sandwich. But eyes on the mm-hmm. prize, buddy. Keep your eyes on the prize. 
I um, totally agree with that, Eric. I, I feel like there's probably like a like a, a threshold, like a cap to like sandwich artist beauty that somebody probably tries to maintain. Not too putrid because that would turn away business, <laughs> but not too good looking because that would maybe attract the wrong kind of business or perhaps mm-hmm. um, distract from the quality of sandwich made. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're not Abercrombie and Fitch, you know? We don't want to like... Mm-hmm sell you this image we're trying to like you know if anything be invisible as sandwich Mm -hmm. artists (laughs) Mm -hmm. like if subway could have their way it would just be two floating gloved up hands making the sandwich (laughs) (laughs) like wow yeah it's like the adams family i can 100 percent see like a robot taking care of me (laughs) as Mm -hmm. i make my way through the subway line uh makes Mm -hmm. a lot more sense actually yeah, as the More infotech and biotech revolutions merge, we're we're not too far off, Eric. Not mm-hmm. too far off. Mm-hmm. I think it's like first it'll be the Uber drivers; they'll be the first ones replaced. Then, yeah. then perhaps middle middle management at all companies. Yeah, exactly. And then it, the sandwich artists Slack. are next. Slack is just middle management. Like that's middle management. Dude, all tech software is middle management. Yeah, exactly. I don't, it's the only reason like middle management exists is so that like upper management doesn't have to communicate with lower people. No, and why should they? They're, they're, they're poor. Mm-hmm, exactly. They're much poorer than you. <laughs> yeah. I remember reading this article a while, a while ago called uh, the Gervais effect, which was a reference to the office um, saying yes. that there's like three types of people in a business. There's the sociopaths, which make all the rules, they're at the very top and they create these twisted realities that everybody lives in, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's the middle of the pack, which is like the misinformed and they like completely drink the juice that the sociopaths make, right? And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. they're the clue, they're, you could call them the clueless. Like. And mm-hmm. then the very bottom is the losers and they don't drink the juice. <laughs> But they can't do anything about it. They're just like force-fed juice all day that they they have to drink, but they don't want to. Mm. So that's like all company hierarchies. That makes so much sense. Ty, what do we do as, you know, people who are kind of towards the middle of that ladder, um, but we're mm-hmm. both sociopaths. Like we're both sociopaths, but we're, we're like pretending that we're drinking someone else's juice. Like we're pretending to like someone else's sandwich. But really, like, mm-hmm. we're the twisted guys who want to make the sandwich. What do we? What do we do? Yeah, I don't know, man. But what you you are exposing something interesting about the corporate structure of Subway. In which case, we the patrons are the sociopaths, the sandwich artists are the clueless, and then the losers are Subway HQ. It's almost like <laughs> an inverse of the pyramid. <laughs> no, so the losers are the sandwich artists side because they have no choice but to like make our fucked up sandwich. And like, put, like, smile all the way through it. Holy and shit, like, dude! This, you're right. <laughs> the sandwich artist must be so bloated from drinking all that fluid because they got juice coming at at them from the sociopaths behind the counter or in front of, in front of them at the, in the line. <laughs> and they got juice coming from franchisee owners. They got juice coming from mm-hmm. corporate. That's a lot mm-hmm. of juice, man. That's that's yeah. not unlike at my all inclusive buffet yesterday when I had a iced latte, a glass of water, a cup of green smoothie and a mimosa all all i'm firing on all cylinders there (laughs) i'm so happy that you found your groove over there in mexico ty because that's exactly what i did i every single meal i had like eight different drinks going 
Like, crazy. Did, you, did you sample the local Mexican coffee? Because that was a highlight for me. Mm-hmm. I got into the coffee too, man. I felt like Doc Ock the way I was picking up all these fucking cups. <laughs> wow. And can you, okay, can you please describe to me what was in your Mexican coffee? Because I have a theory that they just slapped the word Mexican in front of stuff to make it like sell it. <laughs> oh, 1000p, one, 1, Eric. It just tastes like, like second wave coffee. There's nothing going on that I felt was remotely Mexican about it, other than the nice senorita serving it to me. Ah, uh, yes, the little the senorita is the real reason why we go there. Um, see, see, <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Um, mm-hmm. Mine had a little dash of cinnamon, which I really appreciated, though. Mm, that was the Mexi twist. The yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, um, yeah. hi. So you. Just you know, mere twenty four hours ago, you were uh, whining and dining all inclusively at the uh, yeah, breakfast buddy. buffet. So all you can meet, baby. <laughs> so okay, we talked at the beginning of your trip, and then you ghosted me, as we all know by now. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been about a week since we last talked. What has uh, what has transpired in the world of Mexico? <laughs> Uh, what happened across the wall? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you on the uh, things are a little different on the other side of the wall, Eric. But I found my groove pretty quickly. My Mexican routine, which was, I mean, I didn't really do Mexico in any like Mexican sort of way. I barely left the confines of Fairmont Mayacoba. I just I, was do- doted on every day and treated like a king. Everywhere I went, there was like six staff for me, you know, to me. It was incredible ratios. It's like the exact inverse of the ratios at Subway, where there's one staff for every six patrons. <laughs> That's true. The, they only spawn a second artist if there's more than six. <laughs> yeah, I had some. I, I had a few. <laughs> so, holy shit! I uh, I was a victim a bit of the environment. I guess I got quite a bit of sun. Uh, like you could say that I like over toasted myself. He but double toasted himself to the point where it was not edible. Exactly. So I have a really inedible back right now. But the the money maker, the face is uh, pretty pristine. And I thought I'd I thought I'd have a big ass burn on my big nose or at least some Pepe by now. Mm-hmm. But um, I had some interesting run-ins, Eric, with uh, animals at, at at my resort. I tried to go for a midnight swim in the pool, and. But I like, didn't have my bathing suit, so I just like went in the, in my Calvins, and when I got <laughs> out in my Calvins, yeah, Boo found me a towel over by like the pool bar that was like rolled up and clean. So she's like, "Here, I got I got you," and I dry myself off, put the towel down on like the lounger, and then I'm like hanging out, and then I like grab the towel to go because we're gonna head back to the room, and as I'm putting it around me, I notice a like black leaf in the towel and it like falls out on the ground and starts moving and i'm like oh my god there was a frog in my towel <laughs> and then i seen your frog oh no but, oh no but then i look closely and holy shit eric there was a bat in my towel it was a bat oh my god dude <laughs> dude i could have had a bat munching on my wing if i wasn't dude, careful that's that's fucking terrifying you could have uh, yeah. brought back COVID 20 you that's know, what i thought to- i'm like I'm gonna get the the Mayakoba variant right now. Holy shit, that's actually terrifying. Did you? So did you and Bay like take it back to the room and like 
chop it up and put it in your soup or what? Yeah, a little <laughs> Mexican tortilla soup. No, <laughs> I let Bat that thing fly soup. away. I, I, I was, it was chills, man. I was like, oh gosh. Because the feeling of having a bat like that close to your skin and not knowing, you just think like, oh. I could have got, ra- I could have got rabies. And, and then I don't know what happens. I foam up like the meat marinara, like the top of the marinara sauce bucket. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> some foam on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You would be bubbling much like the uh, tuna. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Similar textures. <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah, Did so you see that's, any iguanas? Uh, n- yeah actually quite a few they they blend in you know you step on them almost yeah they do uh, they uh they yeah. like to reserve their own seat on by the pool i don't know if you notice this but they also <laughs> they take up like they'll be on one lounger but no one's gonna sit within like three seats of them <laughs> so they take up like a whole side of the pool and you're like what the fuck guys like can someone remove this scaly freak mm-hmm yeah it can be call the staff how do like i'm not gonna pick it up (laughs) (laughs) damn yeah the iguanas are plentiful and then i was swimming in the uh ocean and i feel something on my shoulder and then i looked down and a crab was crawling across my (laughs) chest from one shoulder to the other that was pretty spooky and then when i was eating dinner last night I was eating on the beach, beach bar, best place to eat dinner. They had like torches and everything. You, it felt like I was in a Netflix dating show. But um, mm-hmm. uh, or Char- as Charlottesville. In... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, um, you don't remember the tiki torch, the the neo Nazi tiki torch thing? <laughs> oh, that's a really deep <laughs> cut of a reference. <laughs> no, I didn't remember that. I, I do now, though. In Charlottesville or something like some random redneck. Mm, they were tiki toasting. <laughs> uh, so you're done with El Fresco, quite literally. El Fresco. <laughs> and then what? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get more El Fresco than like when you're getting like sand in your common projects. But, oh, yes. Yeah. And then I feel this like little smack <laughs> in the side of my face. It was a bit breezy. Something blew into me, smack in the side of my face, and it falls on the table right in front of my like cauliflower. And uh, it's a cockroach. A cockroach just flew Holy into me shit. and then went. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck uh, it, I'm going. I got to get out of this country." Holy fuck, dude! Someone said, "Would you like some more crunch with your taco?" <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone said, "Would you like some hard shell?" <laughs> I knew they liked bugs in their food, but that's next level shit. Wow, dude, you had way more run-ins with uh, the wildlife than I did. I went mm-hmm. in February or January, and I guess it was just like too cold for uh mm-hmm. for any kind of wildlife we just had those like little croatian like raccoon things <laughs> running around mm, i've seen those too yeah they're they're kind of weird they look like pokemon yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'd imagine that like cockroach ceviche is something that may <laughs> may show up on the subway menu or in some location yeah. some climates yeah like inadvertently though like it's not like mm. explicitly said but it's there <laughs> mm. we're very lucky in canada that uh it's too cold for bugs to be alive so i don't think we get and, and also our, our like very totalitarian health orders prevent bugs from even going <laughs> in restaurants they know they're not allowed the little bugs read the sign at the front door and they think okay there's a, a public health order i can't come in <laughs> yeah unlike mexico people obey the rules here um mm-hmm. you know 
<laughs> still rules in Mexico. I don't know how many times I like had a broken seat belt or like a, a rickety fence while I'm in the trees, and I say like yeah. someone like what the heck, and they just say oh he's in Mexico. <laughs> That's like their mm-hmm. excuse. They smile. Mexico. It's it's a Mexico. It's bueno. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Mexico. Yeah. Let's see. See, Papi. Any cartel shootouts? No. Uh, as I said, uh, my how I, I I travel in Mexico in a little bit different of a wealth bracket than maybe you or others do. So <laughs> uh, everywhere I go is pretty locked down. You know. The cartels are the cartels, much like the bugs in Canada. They're left to the front door. Mm. So, so the in-laws paid for you. Message received, Ty. <laughs> no, no, this shit's out of pocket, man. This is podcast money, but um, you know me. I like to splurge. I like to pay full price where I can, when and where I can. Mm-hmm. When they say uh, we got a, actually a deal on this room uh, this week, and you say no thanks, no gracias, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So Ty, when I was staying in Mexico, the the room service always like made little origamis out of things. <laughs> like, I always was like come Dude. back to my room and find like a random little origami of like stuff that I left around. So like I can I come back and like my face towel is folded into a little frog or mm-hmm. like a, my bed sheets on a different day were folded into a little like swan and left a little heart, you know, something like that. Uh, can you tell me about what? They might have been to your room while you were away. <laughs> See, once again, Eric, different wealth class. I think that's something that uh, resorts to do <laughs> to, like, entertain the masses. It's the same thing as, like, carving, like, Mickey Mouse's face into a watermelon at the breakfast buffet. <laughs> where, where, where I went, Eric, is a little bit more understated than that, you see. There's, there's none, none of that novelty happening. Mm-hmm. Well, Ty, you could call it novelty. You could call it service. I, art. I, I like to, uh, <laughs> or art. I would like to, you know, you know, refer to it as like the staff going above and beyond because they're, you know, not only are they paid well, but they're being mm-hmm. tipped well. Ty, we leave nice little lump sum in a mm-hmm. lump on the couch every day. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they said, you know, we like these guys. We want them to come back, so we're gonna wow them with a nice little uh, gesture, if you will. Hmm. I. Uh... I had a funny checkout moment that I had to give a little extra big tip on the last day, Eric, because I like to like in the evenings, I bring tea lights when I, when I travel, you know, cause it's nice to have some like tea lights to ha- set the mood in the evening, you know, a wind down. I'm a romantic. I do it for me. Um, but I put one tea light on my last night, a little too close to one of the uh, beautiful oh, plush no. white hand towels. Yeah. <laughs> and it caught fire, Eric. Oh, and tell yeah. fire. Uh, what, what's what is hot in Spanish again? You're saying it. Um, caliente, <laughs> caliente, right? I don't know if that is hot or spicy, but I'm sure it Dude, works. Either way, shit was caliente, it and was I had toasted. to blow it out. Yeah, so I had this like absolutely triple toasted hole black hole in like the hand towel <laughs> when I checked out. So I left a a, a crisp. 20 next to it and an apology message so hopefully i don't get any room charges on that but see this is what see subway never has to deal with that because they're like you're asking everything to be toasted if we just live in a world where everyone toasted everything this wouldn't be a problem yeah exactly um but ty hotels are you know the best time for you to like 
blame things on other people. So you could easily just mm-hmm. put the towel in front of someone else's door or just like leave it oh, somewhere, yeah. maybe at the beach. Um, mm-hmm. And you'd be fine. You know, apology or tip necessary. <laughs> That's true, Eric. No complaint. No, no, no. See no evil, hear, hear no evil yeah. kind of thing. As soon as you say sorry, much like uh, Amber Heard, Ty, you're admitting guilt. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. If my sandwich artist made a mistake and then apologized, they're admitting it's the blood's on their hands. The marinara sauce is on their hands, not mine. Yeah, exactly. But in, if until anything, you they be do, apologizing to your artist, yeah, exactly. I'm so sorry to make you make this twisted sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting <laughs> how language can affect the, the kind of like perceived outcome in that sense <laughs> you ever had a sandwich artist apologize to you eric <laughs> i mean it's like triggering a like deep memory like you just unlocked a deep memory for me um okay but i can't i can't really put my finger on it. i i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's happened to me sandwich mm-hmm. artist was like like look at like did something looked at me and then said sorry <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like almost certain that it happened. Uh, I don't know what. Who knows what it? You know, maybe the mayonnaise was nearing the end, and it just did a splat. Mm. Um, kind of voice. Splat. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it just did a little like violent squirting motion, where instead mm-hmm. of it like coming out as sauce, it's just like a wet fart on my sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's possible. Maybe, you know, they ran out of something else. Maybe they just dumped all the olives all over the place. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you thinking of something in particular that happened to you? No, I'm reflecting on my many uh, 12 inches. Hundreds, I, I have this mental passing of inch after inch and no apologies, regardless of whether they've sharded mayo or uh, misplaced some cucumber, mixed up the green peppers and banana peppers put the wrong cheese there's so many situations and i cannot distinctly remember an apology i think they mm-hmm. just they move on so quickly right they're already thinking about the next mm-hmm. question they're gonna ask you like <laughs> chips or cookies yeah <laughs> they, don't got, they don't got chips or cookies <laughs> <laughs> it's a prime uh, upsell statement it's like <laughs> chips or cookies like there's no there's no nada <laughs> there's no opting out yeah it's no, actually it's incredible <laughs> And then you're, when you are faced to answer the question, much like you're in trial, when, like it's like you're on the stand. You're like chips or cookies. Like I asked you a very simple question. You're like uh, neither. It's like that wasn't an option I gave you. Is a yes or no? For sure. It's like when uh, the twelve gets you to wind down the window and ask you how much have you been drinking tonight. Tricky yeah. question. <laughs> Tricky questions. Like I, I guess not not nearly enough to drive sober. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chips or cookies. It's, it's it really is marketing one on one. At the end of the day, like I can't think of an advert an advertisement. Like we're sucky sucky doing this type of advertisement. You know. Oh fuck! You're right. I you did just uh, re- make me remember something else. Um, the guy at Urban Fair fish section said sorry to me. Would you like to know why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know why. At the seafood counter, uh, I was receiving an apology tie along with my salmon. Um, so this was a late night ordeal. Uh, late night fish purchase. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, no time like midnight for eating fish. 
Exactly. If you're eating fish, best times are when you wake up or when you go to bed. Mm -hmm. um, when uh... <laughs> God damn it. I, uh, we went to the fish counter, right? And we were looking at the uh, salmon assortment. This was like after it had been put away, the nice young gentleman had been already cleaning up the uh, display case. And I said, hey, sir, is it too late to get uh, a nice little filet of salmon? So no, no, of course, I can help you out. Okay, bless. Uh, I said, let me get the Atlantic salmon, just mm -hmm. like uh, about 350 grams. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is the first red flag. This is red flag one, okay? The guy said, which one's Atlantic? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> that, that should have been my warning sign to just get out of there. Um, but the guy said, you know, which one? I was like, oh, it's the lighter color. He's like, okay, no problem. Then the guy puts it on the scale. It's about 350. Pretty good guess. First try, is like, mm -hmm, pretty mm -hmm. close. He's like, okay, yeah, sounds good. It's like 344. I remember this moment okay. exactly. I'm like, hey, good job. And then I said, oh, can you actually descale it for me? And then oh, uh, no. and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. Or no, actually, he said, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I said, oh, just, just take the scales off. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. Like, okay, cool. And then I can see this guy's like kind of looking around for like some tool to do it with. And like, I don't know, mm -hmm. he just doesn't, doesn't look like he's going to do it anytime soon. So I just like kind of go look at And then... Yeah. After I pick up my <laughs> turkey dogs, I come back and uh, I notice this guy's like cutting the salmon. He's like cutting the skin off of the salmon, like the entire skin. He's just like oh. slicey with a knife. And then he looks at me and he, and he like um, shows me the skin with like. <laughs> <laughs> he sculpted it. <laughs> Dude, he literally, he literally scalped my salmon and he uh, showed me the skin with like all kinds of like pink meat on it. And I'm like, Oh, and he's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he like, took off so much of the meat with the skin. And uh, I'm like, oh, God, like, you know, you weren't even supposed to do that. I was like, you're supposed to just take the scales off. Like, I, I wanted the skin on there. And he's like, yeah, yeah. oh, he's like, my bad. It's my first day. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, shit. Yeah. Poor guy he's on like, the night so shift. I know, the night shift on his first day. And some guy asked for some Atlantic salmon descaled. Um. And I'm like, okay, well, could you at least like weigh it again? Like, it looks like you took off like quite a bit of the meat. I want to, I don't want to mm -hmm. pick that meat that you just took off. Mm -hmm. like, okay, and then he puts it back on. It's 300 grams. <laughs> no, he took off 50 grams worth of meat pie. Wow, he really butchered that. Yeah, literally, that's like butchered worse, it. That's yeah. worse than getting the smaller six inch when they cut the foot long in half. I know you would probably still you would. There's no way there'd be a 50 gram discrepancy between six inches no no that's a, Quite a lot yeah that's um that's terrible eric i feel like i feel like he yeah night shift that's a, a it's a bad <laughs> bad place to go for fish but maybe mm -hmm. he should maybe he shouldn't be working with, with sculpting skills like that maybe he shouldn't even be working in big fish maybe maybe he should be a hairdresser or uh <laughs> something <laughs> a, or a sculptor Hi. why is it yeah. like yeah, why isn't he like chopping down like big blocks of marble in like the Italian marble caves? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Get this man in the cave. Get him out of Vermin Fair. 
<laughs> so my you question to you, I guess, a man cave, the famous barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> God, this guy should get out of fish scaping and into manscaping. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit! Shit! Uh, I wouldn't let a manscape anything on me, dude. He would probably chop my dick off, and then, then <laughs> <wait it. laughs> yeah, keep this guy as far away from any manscaping tools as possible. Exactly. Eric, can you just go into the the uh, manscaping barber for a quick descaling and come out <laughs> come on a new gender. I know. Oh man, he took my gender off. <laughs> my entire identity was based on me having a dick tie. <laughs> I know, I know, I know that's important to you. <laughs> it is absolutely important to you, as it should be. Man, uh, how did you identify the Atlantic salmon? Salmon? Do you have like a like a marine life identification app on your phone? Well, time, Ty, Ty, I am <laughs> much much like the BCL app. You're able to scan uh, <laughs> the the fish itself and. It'll tell you what you know breed it is and if it was frozen or not. That's what I figured. I downloaded an app the other day that Instagram kept uh, uh, spon- like sponsoring to me. I don't know. When Instagram wants you to download an app, they're really they're really aggressive about it. They, really they push like, it hard. Yeah. Showing you. They push it so hard. So I did it. I was like a plant identification app. And I haven't used it yet, but I'd love to take it to Subway and see if there's really lettuce there or really spinach. <laughs> Sounds like some spy kids shit, Ty. Like you just like point at the salmon or the or the tuna melt or whatever, and it just says yes, you can eat mm-hmm. this. Yeah, totally. I feel like it might be hard to, with the seafood medley at Subway because I don't know what the catch of the day is. I feel like it should mm. be catch of the day, and they should write uh, like walk in. And uh, if they could. I- the food, the seafood medley, they could identify the fish. I would be willing to pay market price for it. <laughs> what, what about you? Are you are you aligned with this? I think that's a fantastic idea. It reminds me of like, like, um, Elon Musk. You know, telling the U- United Nations that if they can show them where the money would go, that he would literally solve world hunger with six billion dollars or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. kind of like us it's like I, it's exactly like us actually ty we we are calling subway's bluff and saying if you can like just tell me what's in the tuna tell me what's in the mm-hmm. seafood medley mm-hmm. like i will i will pay for everyone's subway in this lineup right now mm-hmm. yeah totally just simple question reveal the catch yeah what's in the catch what's the catch <laughs> <laughs> What a double entendre, hey! <laughs> oh, it's like it's almost it's too too perfect, huh? too perfect. What's the cat? Wow. wow, man! So Ty, back to Mexico. Let's take a trip back to Mexico real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was there, there were there was a all you can eat buffet. I mean, everything's all you can eat. So let's just cut cut out the prefix. Mm-hmm. It's just a buffet, and then there were like six or so restaurants all different cuisines that you could try out you know mm-hmm. we went to a steakhouse and i just got the mm-hmm. best steak like three times in a row mm-hmm. um what did you what did you dine on did you have some jamaican cuisine <laughs> yeah i i no jamaican actually i did i went to it i left <laughs> i went into playa del carmen uh for a night and trying to find some tacos 
and then the taco shops are all really busy so i ended up at this like jamaican uh like jerk chicken shop oh yeah and had like the worst veggie burger of my life oh no (laughs) jerk yeah the jerks making it just like don't know what they're doing and the french okay i never had a good french fry in mexico they don't do american food well they just made like soggy they're like super fresh super soggy french fries no salt it's french food to be fair fair enough but yeah the the rest restaurants around the resort same thing steakhouse italian place you know the deal surprisingly few mexican restaurants but that's what the beach bar is all about it's ta- that's where you find your tacos and quesad- quesadillas mm-hmm. exactly the swim up pool bar mm-hmm. is the pinnacle of authentic mexican cuisine <laughs> <laughs> uh while I know you're being <laughs> satirical, some, there's nothing makes you feel like you're on vacation more than eating while standing in a pool. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually so gross. You're like, it's like, it's like it's unbelievably so gross. gross. <laughs> it's like a tortilla chip floating by you, and you're like, I'm on vacation, yeah. baby. <laughs> this is paradise. You're on vacation. You're you're swimming next to some big-breasted milfs <laughs> <laughs> who are. Uh, where titties are just floating on the surface of the water while, you know, sipping on their daiquiri and simultaneously peeing it out. That's yeah, there's, there's an inflow and an outflow at all times. The way people are throwing back pina coladas. There's no other yeah. way. I mean, when people don't leave the pool for four hours, <laughs> mm-hmm. you gotta wonder. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're, the pool water there is the, it's, it's the four P's, the three P's of pool water. You've got piss, you got <laughs> Pina, pina colada, and you got Paloma, <laughs> Paloma in there. Maybe, maybe a bit of uh, what? What's po- po- polo? <laughs> bit of polo. Poyo, a little chicken. Poya. See, see, puppy. Wow. You know, I thought after a week in Mexico, you'd learn a few more words, but <laughs> all he still all he knows is salsa and papi. <laughs> I-, I learned banyo pretty quickly, but yeah, my Mexican was oh, yeah. terrible. I, I learned to say my room number, single, single, nueve, really quickly. And then oh, the, I noticed nine, the, eh? yeah, the faster you talk in Mexico, the more likely they're going to say to you, oh, speak Espanol. <laughs> that is true. If you say hola, hola. they don't believe you. But no. if you say, hola, papi, como esta? Como esta, papi? Como esta, papi? Uh, <laughs> it's that, kind of like at Subway where if you like rip off vegetables really quick, they think like, oh, local fucking expert let's go yeah let's go yeah i'll move with you you speak exactly. my language that's something i appreciate about sandwich artists they match your energy mm-hmm. like if you if, you're just, if you scold them then they get real sad you know but if you tell them it's like let's let's go let's fucking make this little let's get this bread together and then you say mm-hmm. they say all right say less fam and then you just build from then then on yeah you, you can know? see you can tell they're just smiling under their mask mm-hmm. exactly Wow. Beautiful. Wow. You're making me miss Mexico, dude. While you were gone, I bought uh, a six pack of Palomas, canned Palomas. <laughs> canned Palomas. Dude, the ca- canned cocktail movement needs to die. I've, n- I've yet to have a good canned cocktail. Dude, I absolutely love canned. If it, if it comes in a can, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, dude, I absolutely love it. Like, are you kidding? You get to, like, have the experience of Mexico without having to get the hepatitis that's true i i do i just think like they always 
put too much sweetener in the canned cocktails. They they make it palatable for like children essentially. <laughs> like only children can, can eat drink these liquored beverages. They're they're low on the alcohol, high on the fructose. And I, I think like the only thing that's really they got going for them, Eric, is that satisfying crackle of the can opening. We all live for mm-hmm. that. Even just thinking about it right now makes me want to go crackle a hazy IPA. Oh yeah, dude, I love a I love a little ice cold hazy IPA pie. Uh, I also found out about this new uh, canned wine company. Are you interested mm. in hearing about this? Yeah, hit me. Is this sponsored? Um, is this a bit? This is not sponsored, Ty. This is purely just uh, I don't know. Interesting. I get it. I guess. Um, Check this out, Ty. This company called Juice Wines. Um, it says they take mouthwatering, world-class, and sustainably sourced wines and put them in 250-milliliter cans. <laughs> Wait. Let me play that back for you real quick. So they open up nice bottles of wine. They decork <laughs> and then they de-cork. pour them into a can. So you're well, paying all you're buying is the wine plus a corking fee. I guess so. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Like, so why why would you want it to be corked? Are you paying for the cork, Ty? No, I, I mean you're paying an upcharge to not get the for them to cork it for you. Essentially, what you're doing here, right? But Ty, this is good branding right here. Are you telling me you don't want to drink this? Okay, the branding is quite nice. I'm looking at the branding right now. It looks like um. If craft beer was actually creative, exactly, and um, unlike those, you know, horrifying glass bottles that are not nearly as recyclable recyclable as aluminum. You know hmm. what I mean? Aluminum is much more recyclable. I, I, I'm according to aluminum on that one, but <laughs> according to big metal. <laughs> <laughs> big big metal wants you to consume as much aluminum, dude. I got, I'm I'm consuming the aluminum every day. I think it's in all my food. Mm-hmm. Check this mm-hmm. out, Ty. This is this sums and sums it up perfectly. I'm reading the reviews for this company, and Arman says, "Could imagine taking a couple of these down to the lake in the summer, or for a cheap drink at mm-hmm. the top of a hike." That's, mm-hmm. that's like, are you Arman? I think you're Arman, Ty. Well, I was I would certainly be I don't know if I'm Armand, but I would be the man if I brought <laughs> wine on a hike because you're right that the bo- a bottled wine has a kind of transportation inefficiency to it, whereas you can kind of bang around some cans. Mm-hmm. They're they're more mobile. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's like your I love Bitcoin a wallet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think we talked about this, but I'll sip it on some canned. Palomas or canned um, margaritas. Last time we talked, like live on air. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Dude. Of course, I remember that. Dude, if you can can some feeling, you can can an emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm buying it, dude. Because I was jealous that you're in Mexico, so I had to, I had to do something. Yeah, you, you... I'm not gonna buy a margarita kit. What am I? What am I? A uh, hourly worker. <laughs> Yeah, that's something like uh like Airbnb <laughs> experienced mixologists would do, not you. <laughs> wow. Damn. Okay. Well I can get onto the can train. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go check out the liquor section at Whole Foods today and 
see what the, what what's new what what's recommended by like dave from stalking yeah backstalk dave yeah you're uh, being a contrarian right now but i know this is so up your alley you love this you were gonna buy this so fast i'm hopping on the can train me shaking my <laughs> can cans around mm-hmm. can we'll you see. believe we'll I uh I I do like the satisfying like the 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 taste of the the bottle in most like mm-hmm. beer and soda. How come Subway doesn't have any cans? Like it's all it's all plastic no bottles there. Plastic bottles are no the cans. worst form. That's the worst, you know. Mm-hmm. But I rather drink like... Gatorade out of my like the palms of my hands than from a plastic. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows you got to get the. Because then you can just, like, mm-hmm. run it back, like, immediately. You, know, mm-hmm. you, you can try everything and then just fill one up. You can go freestyle. You can mix and match. You can, for sure, you know, for sure. hit that again before you leave. No, the paper cup at Subway is an amazing idea because it really captures the essence of Subway in a single vessel. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like if they gave you a little, you know, like a dinner roll? Like, like just a little tiny, like one inch by one inch bun. If they give oh, you yeah. that and give you use that as like a little sampling palette around the buckets of vegetables and sauces, gives you just a chance to try before you buy. Mm-hmm. Imagine sampling twelve times. Mm-hmm. You're 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 speed dating ingredients. <laughs> you're like, okay, thank you. <laughs> you walk out. Yeah. Yeah. Quick, quick lunch. It's the Costco effect. You're just, mm-hmm. That's what people losers do at Costco. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? I'm just like all of these like a bunch of like just thoughts like just flying into my head right now. Ty. Dude, it's called conscious. I'm just <laughs> I'm just being like I'm conscious as fuck right now, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. You're get, alive. Get this. Travis Scott in a song said, No, I do not do beer cans. Fuck is this frat house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeds to launch cacti. Which is a hard mm-hmm. seltzer in a can, obviously. Mm-hmm. We all saw the hypocrisy me. there. Yeah. Yeah. And then it gets pulled because a kid died at his show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets pulled from stores. So where does that leave Mr. Webster? It's a good question. He both uh, created a frat house esque beverage and then ha- hosted a frat house esque party. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then because someone died at his frat house party he has to pull his frat house drink from stores mm-hmm. not to me but he never wanted a frat house drink or party to begin with it sounds like yeah or did he maybe maybe he became what he hated maybe he was projecting eric wow yeah he's like now that that he, i mean that lyric was like way before he was mainstream like he is now but now mm-hmm. that you know t scott is Reach the lamestream media, maybe he's uh, you know, more open with exposing who his like true self is. Fame changes you, man. I bet he at one point he said to himself, "I would never date a Jenner. I'm not about that." Wow! And now he, here he is with uh, two kids, yeah, two Jenner babies. Yeah, he, I never, I would never have kids with a Jenner. Not about that. Well, you're shit out of luck, dude. Because I think. Uh, they're all they all have other kids now, don't they? Mm-hmm. I I feel like that. Yeah, they're all we're we're they're raising a whole new generation of stars. You know, 
which is kind of fun. It'll be fun when you and I are like are retiring and they are now like the face of television. Mm-hmm. I love old, it's it's kind of like when they took 13 years to make a sequel to Finding Nemo. I know they'll have to like make a new fish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this is what they're doing. Like they're making new like a, they're like literally creating the cast. Like there's yeah, no casting they're... involved. They're just like birthing them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're spawning new cast. Wow. Wow. Which is kind of weird because when you think about it that way, there's like a hell of a lot of grooming going on. You know what I realized? Like that's why like rich people have so many kids. It's like if you have a if you're a rich person and you have a kid that's like famous, they're guaranteed to be also rich. Mm-hmm. So now you just have two rich people in the family. So the more people you have in your family, the more rich you are because you just like have a bunch of rich people. Yeah, I think you just figured out like all aristocracy <laughs> of all time. <laughs> like Chris Jenner is probably like, worked? I guess so. I guess that's, uh, yeah, you're right. I guess Chris Jenner was like, A-O. Lewis? yeah, sorry. Yeah, she's like, oh, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pardon, senor. <laughs> what were you saying? I don't know, Ty. This, this, uh, this podcast is kind of like Castaway, lost to never be found again. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Holy shit! Well said. Uh, I do feel lost, Eric, but at least we're on this on this journey together. You know, you can mm-hmm. find solace in, in companionship in your co-host. Thank God, Ty, that you uh, are you landed safely back in LA. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and you are not, you haven't been captured by the cartel and ground up into some taco seasoning. Thank God. Yeah. I'll give you a Los Angeles scene report tomorrow. If I, if I get out of the condo and, and go exploring tonight, we'll see, we'll see. But mm-hmm. I hope, I hope you feel caught up on my, my Mexico adventures. I really do. And I appreciate you for taking me through this. And making it for, you know, the Tuesday episode that we missed. But mm-hmm. you know what, Breadheads, don't don't wait for us. Do your own shit. Work on yourself, okay? <laughs> yeah, don't, <laughs> don't rely on things fresh to make you feel better or something. It's, you know, for us to help you escape from your daily lives, just go and fucking yeah. like find a new hobby. <laughs> it's hard meat to swallow, but uh, we can't fix you. <laughs> exactly, self care is you, very important. Yeah, whatever you're looking for, you're not going to find here, Ty. No. And Fredhead. <laughs> this is a black hole. This is a twisted torch salon. Exactly. We When we hit record, we leave Earth and we <laughs> we tap into mm-hmm. the subway location Jupiter. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, Fredheads, thank you for transcending with us today. Um we apologize for the missing episode. We look forward to linking and building again tomorrow. Um, any closing thoughts, Eric? Nope. We'll see you, Breadheadies, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Stay fresh. Stay fresh, baby. Adios. Ciao. Adios. <laughs>